Pulling up to all these goddamn uh, fucking. I'm pulling up to stagecoach. Mount up niggas. We going to the CME Fest. We knocking all this shit over. There's a tornado. And she talking about fucking. What? I, I thought this was some wholesome shit. Yes, they said, crack my fucking muffin in this song. It's getting in the middle of her tornado and shit. But Jay Z be having a time. Oh, yeah, we ride down on you niggas. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, everybody, get your money in order. Get your shit together. Let's get our savings together. Pulling up on every fucking event. Drop the fucking album so we can get these tour dates. Because I'm making a fucking scene. Alright. I don't got a lot more outside in me. I don't like y'all like that. But for this, for this, we kicking up shit. Yeah. Yes. Let's knock it over. Let's be out there in their silver outfit. Oh no, they they wanna they wanna get me y'all wanna get yeah, I usually I'm usually outside in the front. I'm the doorman of the hive. I don't like y'all in there, but for this here, and the way the woman dropped two songs and they acting up. You know what? Yeah, because you know, cut this off. Because I'm gonna tell you right now. Hi, when the hot when the hive get together, I don't give a fuck who's been there. I don't care who's the chairman. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. When the when the when the Zord forms, when motherfuckers get together like Voltron or the or the or the uh, Power Rangers, I want the driver's seat of the fucking stinger. I'm only here for bullshit. All right, all y'all musical expression. We need that. I'm here. <laughs> For the bullshit, cause fuck them. That's why. And I feel like I feel like I really believe this. This is my Beyonce theory. I think Beyonce be ready for the bullshit. I think I think she do it on purpose. Mm, I can agree with that. I can see just from a <laughs> so many different points. One, all right, you from Texas? Okay, cool. You you got a little bit in you, right? Two. You've been looked at as the pretty little light-skinned girl your whole career. I'm tired of people looking at me like I'm helpless. Don't look at me like I'm helpless no more, goddammit. I'm going to throw hands, and I will throw hands as much as I need to, and I've been waiting on it, but I can't because y'all look at me a certain way, so I got to put this shit in the tuck until it's absolutely necessary, and I'm tired of doing that, especially as I get older. I got all these kids. I don't have to do this shit no more. I am officially auntie shifting into the grand auntie status. I want to just let that shit fly. I think that's usually see that's what I'm be saying sometimes. I feel like that right there could potentially be using your platform effectively. Like if you do music, just be the best and kick up shit in your space. I don't necessarily always need motherfuckers be like, they need to say something about this. It's cool if they're educated and they do, but sometimes I don't really need you like when they were saying shit about like Drake and like DJ Khaled speaking up, I don't know that I really like uh that I care to hear them say anything about anything if they don't know what they're talking about. But this, if y'all won't make some yeah, let's kick this music shit over. Y'all thought this was y'all space. Y'all thought, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, we we pull it up to the fucking things. Y'all thought this was the only space that y'all can't. Y'all don't want to give out the Grammys for. All right, cool. Don't worry, cause y'all don't got to give out shit. Cause when the festivals come, bitch, I'm in there. So yeah, don't worry. You don't got to come. We coming to y'all. 
You think like <laughs> they'll they'll let Beyonce perform like the AVN Awards or whatever? They got them. Hey, look, what's it? CM Country Music Awards, CMAs. Think of CMAs, CM something. And here's the thing: it's nothing. This is why I want everybody. This is this is where as a as a unit, everybody mount up. Okay, all the tough niggas, get your fucking cowboy boots on. To call them, call them up. I want gold cowboy boots out there. I want them niggas to lift them motherfuckers to the fucking stars and move tectonic plates when they ain't. This ain't Texas boom, right? I want them niggas next to the uh, next to the gay niggas doing the pirouettes. Where they, I want everybody in fuck everybody fucking bound up. Okay, if there's a moment where we're gonna sit up here and knock it the fuck over, I don't want no more tweets. I don't want no fucking catchy fucking uh, get get the shit. This is this is a moment. Fucking, uh, I saw some stupid video where, um, remember Smallville? Yeah. Like the 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 dad, like the Jonathan Kent. I didn't know he did music. He's mad. He was saying some like, well, fuck that nigga, bro. Let's pull up everybody. I don't need I don't need much. <laughs> I don't need any. I don't need any fucking uh, anything to charge this battery. Mount the fuck. Mount it up. Everybody pull up. I want niggas. I want. I mean every nigga. Okay. I, I don't care what your color scheme is. I want niggas Hoover stepping at the hoedown, okay? I want it. I want it out. I want everybody I mean, out there. Everybody pull up. Get your fucking silver. All you got to do. Where Felix look, at? Not even that. Yeah, where Felix at? I need my hat. Me and Felix pulling up. Me and Felix will do it. I get Felix. Oh, absolutely. Felix yeah. will do it. But, I mean, all you got to do, in, in my opinion, let's just go ahead and everybody just sell out the, the, the Bill Pickett Rodeo. Yes. And that's where we just have our convention meetings. Like we gonna we gonna have mm-hmm. a meeting before all the festivities, and then we gonna get into it and play the songs and all that, and get get in the spirit. We gonna have a hoedown of a hoot nanny, and then I need we, a horse with chrome shoes. We gonna start moving after that. I mean, that's necessary. Call the call up the Compton Cowboys, absolutely, and all, and just get to it. She should get them niggas. She she should. She should get this. She they should she be. She got them there. She got them yeah. in Texas. She can get them in Philly because they ride horses in Philly. Like they, they she got plenty of no, when places. You, when where you she put can. when you put some thought to this, like no, that's why I feel like she really be on the bullshit. When you put some thought to this, this could really be some ignorant shit. It I'm, could. Hey, I fuck with her for you. Yo. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yo. Fuck, fuck, Justin. We yeah. take we taking country back. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like this shit. We can we can definitely do that. And I think I think it's time. I think like as much shit as we may talk about this generation sometimes, there's so so many different aspects that I can appreciate. Like they are comfortable diving more in the country music and all these other different types of music. They they cool with not having to wear designer, everybody getting their outfits from from Timu and Alibaba and shit and everybody is cool and comfortable with it. You know, I didn't seen everything. People talking about all types of stuff that for us we felt like we would have been shamed for doing it, and they like fuck it, we gonna do whatever the fuck we feel like doing. We gonna do everything because we can. You know, clearly anime is 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 cool now with the, with the youth. They even listening to the songs in their cars and on their playlists, even when they not watching the TV show. Like everything is just so much better to just be open and honest. So, hell yeah, take all that shit back. It's ours anyway. No, yeah, I'm, I'm it's all our, even technically being the cowboy is ours if we really want to talk about it. So you can't get mad at music and a lifestyle that you really got from us. The cowboys was a derogatory term for the black people that was working on the ranches. I mean, they can't get mad. I mean, you know, it's fine by me. It just it just seems like it's par for the course if you just one. 
Okay, like this is where I found like a little parallels in the racism shit. I started watching um, that Warrior show that's on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it's like a uh, dude comes from China, and you know he joins like the uh, Chinese gangs, and there's like beef in that or whatever. But it's set in San Francisco. Set in San Francisco, like post Civil War, and it's just it's 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 not technically funny, but you have to laugh at it because like. It speaks to like the level of racism that white people had. That like racism is stupid, like in general. But like the ways that if we're taking this as like just this artistic representation for like pure like has the amount of truth as it that it has to represent racism. The mindset you have to have to like engage in that shit in the way that they have is absolutely insane. It's like you got Irish dudes that came from Ireland. To America that are cops that were mad at Asian people saying you motherfuckers are coming here, immigrants taking jobs. <clears throat> While I guess some of the dudes that were like cops that are Irishmen fought in the Civil War, but are still rate like they're still racist. They were talking shit to the Southern to the fucking Confederate niggas for losing, but still being racist. Toward, like it, it's all. This is a long way to say is this that like. Watching that levels of dysfunction, dog. Watching that shit is like, oh yeah, these motherfuckers. I don't even know why people. It makes this. It makes the conversation. Don't motherfuckers be like, how could you? Maybe that is not even a fucking fight we need have. Just assume that's what it is, and we work with that. Like work in the framework that that shit is going in. That the the shit up top is not clicking properly. All that shit about how could you is fucking crazy. Don't even do that shit. And I feel like that applies to this country shit because motherfuckers will say, you know, this is our land. And it's like, if you, it ain't like none of this shit is a billion years old. You can find the history of it while y'all up here at these things saying, fuck, you know. I mean, that mindset within itself, right? The fact that I stole some shit and then I claim credence to it and say that it belongs to me. That within itself, that is a <laughs> mental illness. I stole this. Mm hmm. And yeah, you know, we stole this a long time ago, but that was a long time ago. And since then, we've been in control of it, so it's ours now, and can't nobody else take it from us, and we're not going to give it to nobody because it's ours and nobody else deserves it. Mm-hmm. Are you dense? <laughs> are, you, are you mad? <laughs> to me? Are you mad? <laughs> are you mad? That's kind of like, like, I know this is, is a wild-ass parallel, but it makes me think sometimes of like the homeless population. Like they just, I'm going to pop up in whatever random building and I'm going to occupy it. But see, for them, I you mean, they need. Oh, not. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, we know that, that not that all homeless people are mentally ill, right? They're going through some mental health struggles mm-hmm. for sure. Because if you are deprived of proper rest and proper nutrition and all of that, it's going to affect your brain chemistry. So we know that there's something wrong with you it's not functioning the way that it's supposed to you may not be batshit crazy but mm-hmm. you're not functioning the way that you're supposed to so the mindset of i'm just gonna pop up somewhere and i'm just gonna live here yes you need shelter you can't provide yourself shelter financially and nobody's inhabiting to the, inhabiting this area so i'm gonna go ahead and pop up in here but then we'll get territorial over like we we put up this base camp along this entire curb under the under this you know what is it, embankment? Mm-hmm. We set up shop under here, and we'll get mad if somebody walks on the sidewalk through our shit. Like, hold up. This is a public yep. sidewalk. Why are you mad? Mm-hmm. I get, yes, you feel like I'm walking through your living room, 
But mm-hmm. nobody told you to make this is a public street that technically I pay to have cleaned on a regular mm-hmm. basis and you fucking it up. You technically, based on my tax money, because you not paying this the taxes, my, this my you fucking up my shit. <laughs> if I do the numbers, you are in my quarter inch of this fucking this. I own <laughs> right. this is mine. Right? In the grand scheme of this shit, based on my taxes, I can say that I own this little piece of block right here, and you fucking up my shit, and you squatting here. You, what, what are you doing? But you look at me and tell me that I am wrong. There's something that I'm not doing properly, which is causing me to have this, that, and the other. That is a mental health issue. Yeah. And that is historically what the, what the Wahites have done throughout history. No matter where they've come from, all of them from that little area of Europe, all of you have just, just all of you, there's something wrong uh, with you. But how do you take some shit? Even back then, say with music, we know that the music industry was literally stealing people's shit. We're not even going to say who's really singing this song. Or if we do, do say the name of the person singing this song, we're going to put white people on the cover because we don't want nobody to know that niggas is really singing this song and we can't market niggas to sell to other racist white people because they're not going to buy it. So we're just going to bypass all this. Matter of fact, we're going to give this group that don't even really know how to sing as much flack as we've given Millie Vanilli over all these decades <laughs> white people was the originals we're gonna put this group of white boys on the cover and say that they made and wrote and sang this song and they really got it from a random group of niggas somewhere yeah. and we're gonna say that this is ours and we get royalties to this song and this that and the other block how you steal some shit and say that is yours that is you are mentally unwell i feel like i think about that about across like i think about that across every industry like, I think about that even to say, even in, in sports, where I always put, like, an asterisk on athletes or or artists or whoever, like, past a certain year. Because I was like, if you were engaging in this field in the years where it was either very, very hard to get into this industry as a person of color, as a black person, or even if you were in there, they were, like, you know, really, really, like, switching and messing up your shit, I don't really know how much I fuck with your... Of how much I respect your game, because like you know, motherfuckers be like, like you know, you'll hear like little jokes to like you know, not not taking away from Jackie Robinson, but there was a nigga that you know that lived uh, twenty miles away that was a railroad railroad worker, and that nigga could knock a fucking ball into the next county, but he never got a shot because he's nigga. So didn't they put that kind of in? Uh was it 24 to Jackie Robinson? One of them Jackie mm-hmm. Robinson, maybe not 24, because 24 was with Chadwick, right? Yeah. The one before that. 42. 42. I'm sorry. I'm fucking Kobe. Um, 42. But I think the one before that, or one that was kind of alluding it as like, y'all chose Jackie because he was going to work best with y'all. It was Mm -hmm. easier to pick him because his imagery for you made it easier for people to start trying to accept it. But y'all looked over Satchel Page. Satchel Page had been in the game smacking shit for a long-ass time and a bunch of other people in the Negro Leagues, but y'all wasn't picking them because you felt like that was going to be more problematic. We're going to overlook these regular niggas that can go do some field work, come to the game afterwards, hit about 50,000 home runs, and then go back to doing some more work because they got to feed their family because we ain't giving them enough money to actually live. But We're going to pick Jackie because Jackie's a little bit easier. Not to shade Jackie because Jackie did what he did. But that Negro League era where we was wearing them clothes was such a funny era. We didn't appreciate Negro League clothing. Because here's the thing. I like, we, didn't I, even under, we didn't appreciate the, the, the symbolism of it, let alone looks. 
Yeah, because I think, like, as a kid, like, I liked it because I thought it was cool. I knew it was was black. And I was just so hyped to, like, shit on something. Like, I didn't have enough, like, of the history behind it. I just was like, Negro League, nigga, like, fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> like, I was just, I just wanted to shit on anything. Like, oh, uh, you know, and I, and I used to, I, that's when I used to, like, kind of pick up on ignorance of people in my age bracket that was not black or didn't know knew nothing about it but you would see like a a white person of a certain age like register what it is and it's like yeah motherfucker i never had a step two on what yeah mo- what was going but I, in my mind i just like had the youth is, the youth is nuts because in my head it was like fuck you i didn't have no step two it was just have this fucking shirt on fuck you mitchell and yeah. ness fuck yeah. all three of you yeah fuck this all i know is nigga is fuck the fucking angels today bitch I'm wearing the whoever's. I used to know all the names. I like, used to know some of the names. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that that shit was, that was a fucking error. We didn't appreciate that shit. You can tell we didn't appreciate it because we had fucking, one, a lot of us didn't even get them motherfuckers. But two, you're going to get, it's the Negro Leagues that's supposed to represent our community and our contribution to the sport and all this other stuff. And you niggas is wearing 5X tall Negro <laughs> League jerseys. You just disrespecting <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> Looking goofy as hell with these big ass jerseys <laughs> on, big ass pants. No, I, I will say I will say I think I could I could like <clears throat> I can confidently say that I think a lot of things in our era were amazing. Like musically, um, a whole bunch of other shit. But I will say fashion wise we were kind of nuts. Like oh, yeah. that that might be the area we were like, ah, that was uh we were doing a lot. We were doing a little bit much. Everywhere else though, fuck y'all. But like if 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 one of these mil, 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 uh not we're millennials, one of these generation whatever letters starts bringing up like big outrageous size clothes and like wearing the fucking like See when they shoes. Oh, no, yeah, when they yeah the invisible forces, the Melissa's. When they did the shit of us all wearing like fucking three piece suits in the club, I was like, you know, you're oh, right. Yeah, because yeah, like, Steve Harvey suits the, or the Shaq suits. Yeah, because we yeah we wasn't even doing like the cool like black ivy looking suits. We were just in there with big oversized stupid looking we shits. In there. We were and the jeans. new age zoot suits. That's uh, basically what it was. Yeah, that was a nut ass. <clears throat> that was a nut ass era. Young Malcolm X, Malcolm Little would be proud. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yes, we look like like when him and fucking Spike Lee was walking down the fucking street, leaning forward. Except we ours had big fucking jeans and forces. We look fucking nuts. We even had the pocket change too. Yeah, thanks to Jim Jones. Yeah, I had a couple. I can't say nothing. I, was, I still was, think they dope to a degree. But yeah, it was a nut ass hair. It was. Yeah, that was. We was just big. Come on, come on, big, big. Oh, yeah, we're behind the eight ball because we didn't do nothing last week. Did y'all? Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you celebrate <laughs> Lovers Day? Damn it! One year I'm gonna say that shit straight because it's gonna be no. fun. it's gonna be funny. One day I'm. Gonna I mean, it's it's the, the funny part is you <laughs> you know you asking for a reason and it's gonna. You're trying to start some shit. <laughs> you know? it, was, it was love was celebrated last oh, week. Oh, it was. It was uh I don't appreciate pinks and reds and, and and roses. Still with the roses, because those are very important. You know what's funny? Yes. <laughs> 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 Just as you're saying that, 
What is hilarious? <laughs> all throughout the year. Now I'm not saying for all women, right? And I'm not saying for all women, but all throughout the year, if you just got her some roses, she'd be like, "That's it." But if you do it on Valentine's Day, these <gasps> the same roses I tried to get you before that your ass was like. And I get some some women like flowers, and you can get them any kind of flower, any random time throughout the year, and they're gonna appreciate it. Like I'm, a, I'll get my mom randomly some flowers and drop them off at the house or whatever, just just because, right? Mm. That to me, that's real love. I'm able to do this shit year round. This day doesn't fucking matter. I'm doing this because I actually want to be able to do this. Now. Doing it on the day, does it lose some of its importance? Or does it amplify amplify its importance? What would I mean, you say? I mean, doing it on the day, I don't think amplifies it. I'm I mean, if you want to celebrate the day, but I don't I just I do align with the uh with the idea that the day I think garners more importance sometimes than it does. And I know that there's a variety of nigga that, you know, don't even fucking pay attention to their ladies or whatever like that. That's not what I'm saying. Like, but right. the idea is that y'all be making it seem like a motherfucker's love only matters on that day, and that's fucking nuts. Like this motherfucker done A, B, and C, and you know I'm, I don't know maybe because I's a man and like you know, but this nigga is giving. I don't know, man. You you've given you've given time, you've given money, you've given shit all year round. <clears throat> so if you, I don't know. I mean, missed I, out on some overpriced flowers. I just feel like that's a little. Yeah, no. And I, I alluded to that in one of my posts of like, you focus on everything for this day, but you've been overlooking the important shit all year. It's not until holidays, your birthday, and Valentine's Day, when it's an opportunity <clears throat> or a holiday for you to receive some shit and you expect to receive it. That's when you pay attention to what this person is giving you. But you ignore all the other important shit they give you throughout the entire year. You know what's up? My bad. No. You know what's another thing? Because <clears throat> it's not even not expressing on that. I've seen whether it was from celebrities down to just regular people. It's the same thing. So it's like, well, shit. Y'all not even doing no shit to me that'd be like a real expression of this individual's like. You're just love. doing it bigger. Yeah, like, okay, she likes, I don't fucking know. She likes, um, like, like that would probably get something out of me. Like, do something that's, you know, what what are you into? Are you like, it's like fucking thumbtacks? Damn, I got to go find, like, some vintage thumbtacks or whatever because it's Valentine's or whatever. Or she likes stickers or I don't know, whatever little tr- tricky, trinket shit y'all enjoy. But all of y'all got flower petals on the floor going to a hotel Putting a heart in the bit, like I'm like, damn nigga, all y'all doing the same shit and some balloons. Same, the same shit, because we're doing what, whatever we can to compete with everybody else and their ideology of what love is supposed to look like, which is <clears throat> horseshit. Real love don't look. I I like some of the posts, even though I don't really celebrate the day to day. Can lick my grundle and not in a way that I like, but. I like the post where people would be like, I opened up the box and it ain't no chocolates in there. It's fucking hot wings or tacos or some shit like Those that. Those are cool. It's like, yeah, because that's what the motherfucker likes. Or I got you a, a new fucking cape to go with your cosplay outfit or something. <laughs> like, those are thoughtful types of gifts to show that you care about that person. 
But people that are thoughtful enough and mindful enough to do stuff like that, I guarantee you've been doing that shit all year, so it doesn't really matter on this day anyhow. The people that are the ones buying the the trip to go somewhere for Valentine's Day or the hotel with the rose petals and the champagne and Hennessy and the stereotypical (laughs) shit, I guarantee y'all not really doing real shit that actually expresses how you know and love this person throughout the year. You're doing the performative shit that you see everybody else doing. And you're receiving it because you don't know no better either. Both of y'all two dummies just blowing like farts in the wind. (laughs) Yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, man, like, I, I feel like y'all could enjoy the day, you know, if anything, like, I, I feel like it would just be easier if you were simply like, oh, maybe I called out today, if it landed in, I went to work, but say if you were somebody who lands in the middle of the week, you maybe take this day, y'all have just a to y'all day, but I, I'm just not the biggest fan of overt performative shit that these specific acts, like, if y'all spending time, y'all go eat, y'all fucking fuck on each other. Or maybe don't fuck with each other. I don't know. But like a day of just kind of being in tune, I feel like would have probably been like I would I would I would take that as like, oh, this is dope. Cause now it sounds like um, you know, it just becomes like the rest of this shit, like super consumerism, blah blah blah. And the price tag is what matters and big fucking roses and That's just dumb. Somebody Unless he, you fuck with roses. But if you're not a bitch he, ain't never bitch ain't he, never asked, ain't never touched a rose but to today. Say, if you look Look at the people that you see with that, and you tell me if they got a green thumb or not. <laughs> he got me. He got me a hoe. My room is just filled with flowers. I could barely walk. He loved me so, but you know her ass don't love flowers like that. Not a chick that does considering herself a plant mama and got plants all over the goddamn house and stuff like that, or a Calice type that's actually doing minor versions of farming and agriculture yeah you might actually like some flowers but i guarantee mm-hmm. you ain't gonna be looking for no roses so somebody like that might just be like um you know i mean understanding your partner is cool but just be like hey, give me this type of thing to maintain don't give me this flower because this flower blooms and i'd be like oh shit okay cool right what do you what type of thing send me a picture of the fucking uh whatever feed for these type of flowers. Yeah, okay, cool. I, I planted a banana tree in the backyard Mm-hmm. That's what I did for you for Valentine's Day this year. I, absolutely, she's going to appreciate that because she loves plants, and that is actually going to last a whole lot longer and grow and nurture, and she's going to take care of it the whole nine yards. Those are thoughtful gifts. Y'all not doing thoughtful gifts. Y'all here trying to compete with each other, and that's the shit that just drives me batshit crazy. But I can appreciate Valentine's Day for the fact of <clears throat> one puts a little bit of a recharging my back to be as anti as I can for the day but that's neither here nor there but it helps me to sit back for myself and reflect over the year of like who has approached me with this performative mindset who has approached me with the Valentine's Day mentality that doesn't deserve to be close to me anymore because they don't understand what true love and intention feels like friends wise romantics or whatever but like who's approaching me for the performative shit and who is actually trying to year-round invest in knowing supporting and loving me authentically i think about that i think about that sometimes about um not like i'm not gonna come in here and still have the conversation like it's 
it's funny. But when I think about like the relationship you talk, the gender wars conversation and so on and so forth, and <clears throat> I'd be like, I'm really opposed to a lot of sides on here, but I for sure be sitting there like, oh, this is kind of when you have like say conversations, you know, and outside or somebody might send you a link and you'd be like, well, I don't really know how to have this conversation because I feel like it's pretty cut and dry. Why this is not a good thing. Cause you know, this act or this thing they're talking about is not real genuine love. It's not a real depiction or understanding of, you know, connection and any of that shit. So to really engage with this, or if you think this thing right here is really like a top tier thing, I kind of know like where to place you like that shit that went viral. Like, Oh, I made a post about it and it's some good talking fodder. If you don't make $50,000 that you should not date. That was a big thing. Y'all talked about it. Some of y'all sent me that shit. Like I was really, I'm late. If you look at when we posted that shit, like really late to the party. Cause I thought I was going to avoid and just slide right past that. And the shit wouldn't die. Y'all talked about that for a minute, which is, I, I don't understand why that's a real conversation for a number of reasons. You niggas are normal. Like, I don't give a fuck how much you scammer niggas are scamming. If I put what you did last month, this month, and put that out for the year, you're a $50,000 nigga. Just because you had a fire-ass summer and, like, yeah, you know, doubled up. You were cold as fuck during the fucking, like, winter season. It's not, it was nothing out here. Like, y'all be sitting there still driving. I've seen, like, I saw a motherfucker. I've, I thought it was going to be, like, a meme or, like, a joke. I've seen a Benz with a fucking domino shit on top. And no, I don't think that motherfucker was legitimately trying to fucking, uh, you know, be frugal. I think they had to do what they had to do. We all lived through the pandemic. We all know the statistics for, like, finance, economics out here. Like, these conversations are fucking stupid. And y'all look stupid having them. So if you come to me and ask that seriously, what do you think about $50,000 and you not being able to date? Girl, go to hell. I want you to go get evaluated. Because why the fuck are you talking to me like that's a real conversation? If I got 50, I'm I'm a regular average person out here trying to figure it out. So are you, bitch. Like, so the fuck are all of us. This is a go, all right. Like, the fuck? The average. Motherfuckers go to ITT Tech and sitting there having these motherfucking conversations. I'm like, shut the fuck up. ICDC. Yeah, shut up. The average median income for a black family is how much? Was it 40? Did it even break 40? It might be around 40. Yeah, I think. Just under 40 or at 40. I might be nice. I really, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's 40. It might be like in the high 30s. Right. Now, granted, in America, that still puts us at what, 10th on the totem pole? The first is. No, Asians are like second or third, and I think it's Indians mm-hmm. that are number one, right? Mm-hmm. We're like number 10, bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. But average median income for household, family household income that's collective is under 50000 So if I, as an individual, come in and I beat that average... Why is that something to scoff at? Not that to say that that's something to celebrate, because the average median income for the Indian family is like one twenty. Mm-hmm. So we are drastically under them, but collectively is the conversation. 
Collectively, this household that involves however many people is 120. Uh-huh. I come in at 50 by my goddamn self. I can come in at 40 by my goddamn self. I'm already at or above the average by my goddamn self. Uh-huh. If you can come in here and contribute to that, we good. If you come in here expecting to live completely off of that, we're going to be at the average or below it at some point. You're going to go home. We're, well, that's another part of the conversation. Finna get the fuck out of here. But that's 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 part of the sick mindset that, that, that drives me bananas of why we shouldn't even have to have this conversation. The family income that's collective, ours is bottom of the barrel. And we're talking about divisive conversation as opposed to collaborative conversation. You're talking about something that is the antithesis of what we should be actually working towards. If I don't have 50,000, I shouldn't date. What you're telling me is I shouldn't date if I have if I don't have at least 50,000 because you plan on coming here and spending at least 15,000 of my money on your own, specifically just on you and entertaining you. That doesn't contribute to the household at all. That mindset brings the household down to 35. You're not talking about you shouldn't date if you have $50,000 because that's not enough to buy yourself a house. And then we can, you're not saying collaborative conversations on increasing and becoming better and saving money. No, the underlying part of that is if you don't make this amount, you shouldn't be dating because I'm taking a fraction of that off just so that you can appeal to me or appease to me as opposed to me saying, well, shit, you got, you got 40. Shit, I make 42 so we can get to 80. How can we come together and like actually get to know each other and save some of that money? Like those those are not conversations that we having, which is probably why you're still single having that conversation. Because the people that understand collaboration are already in healthy relationships. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like people have to stop. Like some of these are cool if you want to have a conversation that gets to maybe like this topic brings about an overarching theme of relationships. You can have that conversation with your partner. You can have that conversation on these platforms. But, like, we are looking at people who are average-ass people. We so, are average-ass people. And you're looking at other people that are also average-ass people. That, too. Because we see they ain't really got it. I don't give a damn how many. We can be honest. We always honest. But if we're going to be real about it, how many followers the pod page got? What, 10,000 10, and some change? 10,000 and some change. Now, normally when we see somebody that got a K next to their followers, they, mm-hmm. they live in a certain lifestyle, right? Yeah, we two average-ass, <laughs> community-serving-ass people mm-hmm. that come here and talk shit weekly mm-hmm. and vent and express and talk about different mindsets. But neither one of us is $100,000 a year niggas right now. At some point we will be, but right now we are not. I got one more time for somebody to call me a unicorn and just wait till you get all right. Right, right. <clears throat> we have we have a lot of potential to earn more money, but because we actually care about building our credentials and taking care of our community, we take a hit. So people love that morally, but financially been, right? they'll scoff at it. You ever think about just if you if you just had a moral lapse and you just decided to be one of these like um you got a ring light. A good camera and just be a lion ass coach. Oh, you absolutely! Make a sexy background. And you just say it ain't hard for me to do. You just say nothing. You just say nothing on the fucking mic. Just it, I've listened. Like I've sincerely been like, don't be a hater. 
they say nothing. What is love? Uh, they, most of them say nothing. Or they say something and they don't express the full idea of it. And that's kind of like one of the other posts I put up this week. Not to shit on Mel Robbins, because I like Mel Robbins. But that was kind of what I saw when Kier was breaking down one of the you things. You smoke that shit. That's, right. But it's like, that's the difference. I'm a therapist. I'm trained in this. You are somebody that did, what, commercial law? You were doing law before, and that wasn't going the way that you went, mm. that you liked. And you went through a depression and all this other stuff, and you got yourself in the self-help space because you got yourself out of your negative aspects. And then you became a coach. Like, But you, you didn't learn how to actually support people. So you're saying things from one perspective as a coach, but this is how you look at it from a mental health therapist approach. Two big fucking differences. Anybody can hop on and buy some fucking lights and get a ring whatever the fuck, and some mics and start saying their opinion. And people will eat it up, especially if you're saying shit that people want to hear as opposed to shit that they need to hear. But if I had a moral lapse (laughs) and I just decided to throw all caution to the wind, I could easily be a rich motherfucker out here if I just decided to to play on y'all's egos and insecurities and make money off of just saying some performative bullshit that y'all want to hear. We not stupid. We know that we are relatively attractive individuals and we know how to articulate ourselves and we are intelligent and we are willing to come and sit here and talk to you. We know that we could use whatever we have to come in here and give you a certain narrative that would make us a lot more money. But you know what? We don't. We give your ass and titties and all types of stuff like that to trick you into actually fucking thinking and paying attention. And we ain't making a ton of money off of it. We're gaining more followers, but we're average ass people. Long winded way of saying a lot of the motherfuckers that you see on Instagram just because they got the K's and the actual camera and their pictures look crisp and clear and they got Ooh. the fashion over sponsorship and all this other stuff does not mean they have it. You know how I know? Because some of the motherfuckers is sitting right across from me on that screen in fucking therapy. And they're not paying full price. They're paying sliding fee scale. No, I think I think it was two two things. It's two things that made me think. Like one, like early, early when I was like, you know, a, a youth outside. And you, you know, you go outside enough, you start to see these people. And you Absolutely. start to see like, you know, you start to see cars, you start to see like actions, you start to see like, oh, this motherfucker can't afford this. And just like cause you know, you're paying attention because you be seeing you be like, oh, this is the motherfucker. And I mean all across any type of entertainment. Like, I think sometimes we get swept away in like understanding how rarefied air, how much rarefied air that is. And even if you're speaking to those who have really, really like made it, made it the level and just the way that their lives maneuver do not mirror yours. So like taking away from something as concrete and as something that needs such a, like a firm grasp is like finances and money and like going to work and contributing in that way, mirroring it to somebody who is in a position where if they drop a song, it will afford them $500,000 in the next two months. You have never seen $500,000 in any type of span like that. So that type, like that correlation is dumb as fuck. Of course that person could afford to do a little extra with someone, especially someone who only knows a $30,000 life. So, like, the way we discuss these things doesn't make any fucking sense. 
And then if you parallel that to the shit that is far more complex and harder and the shit that really makes the shit last of how these attributes contribute to how you will interact with other people, with your partner. And I think, again, my, my main thing, this is my standpoint, that as Le Niger, is you look at these things and be wondering, how does this motherfucker going to take this trait that I'm seeing this bad over here? I'm going to try to, like, just you know, map that out in my mind, how this spreads out in other aspects. I don't trust you to help me raise no kids with this. Cause if you can't do, it's hard here. You're like, this is too hard. I need you to pick up the slack. That motherfucker is going to shit and then take it off and throw it at the wall. <clears throat> what the fuck are you going to do? Then after they get done with that shitting phase, they're going to get to this questions phase. And you're going to have to have like real concrete answers, not the bullshit. Cause you're now building them up to be people and human beings. Then they're going to go to school. And you're going to need to help them with like homework. And once you realize that you're not good at math no more, we're going to have to figure out tutors and shit. Then after that, they're going to have to get into like fucking extracurricular activities that build them as a people and social circles and worrying about friends and where the fuck did you learn to say that? And then that shit just goes on and on until you die. Not them, motherfucker. You are locked. I still ask my father for advice to fucking day. So, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, y'all don't make it. This doesn't make sense. And I want... And here's the thing, I'm going to always say this. I'm not, like, I'm not unique in my thought process. Niggas say this shit to themselves in the barbershop. Or um, I, saw a po- I saw a post where a girl was like, there's a problem with podcasts. Some of these conversations are supposed to be had on the porch. And I'm like, that's not the problem. It's that the niggas are not having the porch conversations for real on the podcast. They're having, y'all niggas getting to a point and right into the point where that shit make it awkward, I guess, for you or for whoever's at, at, at home. Then y'all niggas be saying the dumb shit. Boy, fuck that. So, yeah, but this nigga is fighting like a motherfucker back here. They really get into it, which I'm not mad at. Superpowers and shit. But yeah, yo. I, that made me ask a question in the group that I facilitated this past week. And the answer or the prompt question that I asked the group was, what have your traumas and your environments taught you about love? Bars. And just exploring it in a number of different ways. So, you know, the group has a certain dynamic of people in the group. So I know how that conversation goes will be a little bit different than mm-hmm. here. But um, the money conversation within dating and things of that nature, they're influenced by the same shit. Where do you think that we get our ideology of finances and love and dating and how they all connect? Where do you think that we get that from? I know an obvious answer is like fucking pop culture. I ain't talking about that. But where else do you think that shit is like implanted in us and amplified? I mean, it's a, I mean, you get that shit from. You know, pop culture is is a contributor, but that shit comes like at home. Whatever your home shit looks like, like you you look at your first examples, whether that might have been like I've talked to you know men, women, and different about like you know say like my granny did that you know talked about this and that was true, and it's like it's true when you're looking for your bias to be confirmed. So like what your granny said worked about this whatever in the nineteen whatevers, yeah you'll you'll try to make that shit stick. 
But you realize there's things that you really like that when your granny talk, it sounds fucking nuts because she's not maneuvering and moving forward with the times and neither are you. And you're balking out relationship in this mindset of what you've whatever. Like you're you're working on old templates, whether it's your people, your community, your uh, you know, it's black people shit. This one people shit. Like I make that joke sometimes. I think even sometimes blackness sometimes blackness ain't gonna never hold you back, but um <laughs> it but the way we've conceptualize it yeah and the way we don't sometimes allow ourselves and some of that is also attributed to just flat out racism like i make the joke sometimes i know i think i feel like i made it on the pop but i know i make it with you a lot is that white people sometimes i feel like express love like i look i sometimes when i'm when i what i find sometimes endearing online is i'll it'll be other communities and how they express it'll be gamer couples doing weird quirky geek shit it's a white boy and his fucking weird European girlfriend eating sausages that she just made out of nowhere. But us, it's always just flowers, just leading to the bedroom, just going and letting some Jamaican nigga rub on your ass, just going and not to say like massaging my beard and like all that shit is not cute. That shit is fire. But they just do things that's so specific and like, wait, why why not uh fucking Fuck the geek shit. Why not us both be two country ass John Deere ride motherfuckers? Why not pull up to the goddamn um to the wedding on four wheelers, slide into the fucking pool pit, everybody muddy, she gets off in a fucking camera. Like it just looks like, oh yeah, I don't fuck with this. I don't fuck with none of that. I don't do don't, don't but that shit looks like two motherfuckers that are locked the fuck in. And nobody can tell them what love looks like. I saw one. Either I sent it to you or you sent it to me, like they the nigga was like on a in a high speed chase and he was in the uh um what was that show um with the orange fucking oh um, Dukes of Hazard Dukes of Hazard he was in a Dukes of Hazard car pulls up in a high speed chase barrel rolls out like all of that shit just looks cool so I think I don't know some of the shit is to me is like you know whatever you, whatever you learned your operating system from and you never went to update that shit and that's right. how you've been viewing love and this is what love looks like. No, it's not, man. You just never, and I sometimes also I think letting your parents be humans outside of being your parents because like no, that's what love looked like for you and your mom. But also your mom, love her to death. You can love your mom, great woman. She was a great mother. But also your mother just was like maybe a little thirsty or didn't know how to go out there and be by herself. Or your mother was mean as fuck and decided to like tell you some mean as fuck shit and you thought that was powerful. Your dad wasn't what uh your dad wasn't like a wise nigga. That nigga was a slick talker. He lied. He gave you a lot of bullshit wisdom that wasn't wisdom. No. Even in saying it, it being outdated, right? So some of you, if we're gonna go by stereotypes, you mentioned a lot of them got this shit enforced at the house. Mm-hmm. Stereotypically for our community, what does the house look like? The mother. It's it's one woman. One person, one income, doing everything. Granted, we know that's not 100% true, but yes. Well, I got some shit to say, but keep continuing. Right. One, one primary parent is taking care of everything. So they don't know how to tell you how to look at a healthy relationship in conjunction to finances and partnership because she don't have it. Mm-hmm. I'll say... Seven times out of ten. Seven times out of ten. She's just as much of a deadbeat as your daddy. That's how. Seven times out of ten. 
And that's being generous. I really, I'll say maybe, maybe four. Niggas know your mama. But absolutely. Your, your mom chose. They at least knew your mama. Right. She chose linear. Your dad chose linear. And because they were two linear motherfuckers that didn't really understand some shit, they had you. That didn't mean that it just came into an epiphany. They was, was two freak Nick ass niggas. And they created a child. And that doesn't mean they came into an, an outer worldly understanding of how to have partnership and how to parent and how to budget and all that other stuff. They was living a certain lifestyle and that lifestyle bleeded into their parenting in the home system. And that's where you learn the ideal of how a relationship is supposed to go in conflict with your grandparents from a different generation who say you should be married by a certain age and he should be taking care of everything and you should just be doing this and doing that. And he's supposed to do that. So you have these two negatively extreme conflicting narratives telling you how to look at relationships and love and finance and partnership and how they all meet in the middle. But stereotypically, I'm not saying every household, but stereotypically you didn't have a healthy mirroring of how that's supposed to look. And your goofy ass got grown and was influenced by pop culture and music and church and all this other stuff. And you know what you did? You said, I'm not going to challenge none of that. I'm going to accept it as fact. And that's what it's supposed to be. And that's what I'm going to tell everybody around me. That's what it's supposed to be because that's what it's supposed to be, right? Your daddy was grinding behind your mama like Shamar Moore on Soul Train. And your mama took that nigga home and you think you can listen to anything the fuck they say. Absolutely not. It was a failure from the job. But that's, you know, it's... Okay, in all seriousness, they weren't even supposed to be a, in a in a partnership like that. They was just really trying to trying to fuck up on each other. And even in all seriousness, it doesn't. It even doesn't make sense because everybody be knowing like the information that just bolsters their point. And that's how I be. I could blame it on white folks a little bit because I be acting like the white boys on that on that motherfucking warrior show because there's just so much, you know, fucking cognitive dissonance between. Okay, if you know this over here. All you got to do is turn your head that way to see the entire other side of what you're neglecting. Like, you cannot say this over here and, and disregard this. Like, like even the post I posted this week, it was still a good post. It was this girl. She was it was it was on TikTok and it was oh, I think that it was on the Dear Fathers page or Father Black Fathers, one of them pages that we follow. And she made the distinction between like old fathers in the '90s versus fathers now. Fathers are very like adamant. Fathers are very much participating. I'm going to stand on that. I don't, I literally, I'm not saying niggas is perfect. I'm not in their fucking relationships. But as far as I know, I don't know a bad father. Like, I got a lot of friends that are dads. All of them niggas is active up in that motherfucker. And not some of them shits of taking the Burberry shirt pictures, whatever. Like, them niggas is active in their motherfucking kids' lives, going to practices, doing shit, all types of stuff. So, um, she was making the distinction between, like, you know, fathers of yesteryear, and I'm lucky, like, my pops gave a shit, he was really happy to have kids, so he was like, no me, nigga, I'm here, um, but I understand that fathers of his era, and, you know, a little before, wasn't always present, but, and this is not an excuse, I just want motherfuckers, like, to have an understanding, because we have, everybody has an understanding of, like, you don't know what, you know, black women have gone through, and, and, and this, and this, that, and this, that, which is absolutely the fuck true, but, Please don't act like this nigga just has a fucking personal defect to not father. Like, if you understand slavery, I don't give a fuck if you niggas want to go back. I've seen niggas go back and forth about the validity of, like, bug breaking. I don't give a fuck about that. You understand full well the 
intense practices to emasculate men during that era. You ride into fucking Jim Crow, that era, niggas are getting beat the fuck up, killed, castrated, in front of their families, fearing for their motherfucking lives. You niggas understand the psychological issues that y'all face because you had a bad time in high school. So double, triple, quadruple, whatever, opal that, that you have these people having families, trying to do their best to be economically sound. Every time we get an economic foot in the door, them niggas literally burn it the fuck down, kill niggas. You bring that into the fucking 90s. Like, niggas were watching people or or are or in earshot. You're one or two generations behind knowing that your pop-pop, like, literally was, like, hung and murdered for trying to be any type of, like, good nigga. Like, you didn't understand fatherhood. This nigga was abusive probably while you were coming up because he saw real crazy fucking, like, Hellraiser-level trauma. I want that to be, like, just pinpointed. Like, not saw some hard shit, not whatever, saw literal, crazed, deranged, fucking horror flick trauma. The same granddaddy that your grandma said you should be trying to have your partner be like because he's a provider and is going to pay for everything and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. It's the same daddy that was beating your daddy that gave him the issues that caused him not to be a good father to you. My actual, like, okay, man, we're all all of us, like, y'all listening, your grandparents legitimately, like, my grandparents lived through not being able to go in places because of their skin color. Absolutely. I had an aunt that was like part of sit-ins. Like they, like they knew people that died like that. Like they knew very, like that was a very real thing. So the fact that these people come here, you thought that nigga was quiet and shit and died because of, I keep telling y'all, it's like, yo, that nigga did not die because of like bad chicken. <laughs> outrageous stress. Like it's not even fucking, and then, you know, you say go provide and pick up shit. Like, stop. It's dumb. Outrageous so, generations of stress. Yes. Un, uh, decades of it. I cannot express because I literally died here. I have to focus and survive. So, you take that. He teaches that to the generation beneath him. Our dads go out. They got a little bit more pep. You know, you're getting into fucking music and all this other shit. And now it's like crack shows up. Like, y'all niggas just do not be saying shit that, like, has any real thought to it. Like, crack showed up. Gangs showed up, like, and gangs went from being things that t- things to protect, and then the cops got in there, did a whole bunch of like y'all know this history. There's enough Government shows and shit the whole night. Yeah, there's enough stuff for y'all to go. Oh, okay, cool. So when this nigga shows up, and now niggas got to fight being too sassy or whatever the fuck y'all pick up this week. Like I just like y'all act like niggas is just not like that for no fucking reason. All the mental health understanding in the world, and it's like he was a bad father, bro. That nigga. Did everything he could to probably not off himself on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying. And it's, his only motivation for that was his kid, whether or not he expressed it the way that you want him to. We watch all these movies and all these warrior movies, and it was like the best thing I could do is not be around. And like you think, oh, that's fucking honorable because he was fucking killing and murdering shit. You think if, you think fathers didn't feel like that? You think eras this this era of black fathers didn't feel like that? It's like dog, I don't know what to do out here. Like I have zero idea what to do, and I'm what I was told to do is go out here and get it. Every generation never gets to do. We're one of the only people, I think, that our entire existence is never being able to follow the blueprint of the previous generation. Like you get out there, you you know, your grandfather used to. He built a house from his from hands up. Okay, cool. I, I I'm gonna build a house. I'm gonna be whatever. We will never give you a loan, nigga. Okay, well, what the fuck? But you can kind of maybe work this corporate sort of job. Well, I didn't know college was important. We all go to college or whatever, and they say, hey, nigga, if you don't come with a second degree or some entrepreneurship. 
you're fucked. Meanwhile, your partner is telling you your only active value is some financial shit. And I will not sit and wait for you to figure it out or help you or give you any type of I'll badger you. I'll talk down to you. I'll shit on you or whatever. But I'll never just go, damn, your experience is wild. Let's find a unique fix. Like I needed a unique fix because my experience is very fucking unique. Me and Megan didn't have the same shit. Not the stallion, the Megan that work at Starbucks. Two different Megans. Because y'all niggas just don't make fucking sense and y'all are adults. I expect this type of thought and then send statements from like early 17 year old. Right. You niggas is 38 and loud about it. But that's because a lot of people are in their 30s and just now starting to go through their emotional maturity phase or they're starting to allow it to actually happen. So they're starting to come into a baby understanding of things and they think that they've just completely reached a level of opulence you don't really know shit about you you just started embracing that you got an issue and you need to really start diving into it you don't really know who you are and you should probably take some time to deal with that which goes back to the fifty thousand dollars you shouldn't have no it's not that you shouldn't date if you don't have fifty thousand dollars neither one of you motherfuckers should date each other or be in a dating pool altogether if you haven't done fifty thousand hours worth of self-care and self-work if you ain't did that then you need to keep all these situations strictly platonic because you're probably not as good of a partner as you want to be or think that you are you're probably not not up to snuff you probably are saying all these things that your partner should have and you're not taking the page out of mr brown's book because mr brown said (laughs) he talked to the ladies and told them Want to know how to keep a man and have a good man in a good marriage for all these different years because you look at me and my wife? Do this. Write down all the shit that you want. Down to the T. Be, be as detailed as possible. And then go out and become that list. Because if you're not that list, you have absolutely no business trying to request that list from someone else. So, yes, if he needs to make $50,000 at least to date, your ass better make the same amount. That's my favorite line. I just, I don't understand it. I can't, I can't put, I can't fully conceptualize. Whatever you niggas do, whether you want to say it's your ego or not, that's really not my ministry. I want you to do what's best for you. But as, as I, as I come across this final stretch, I know we've been talking about this for a long time. July can't get here fast enough. But you think I'm going to do that and then look 3,000 hours square in the fucking face so that I can go, nah. You got it. And you can just, ain't a mother, I've been, and I'm, I'm very serious about this. I'm very serious about beating my family. I've been cooking all week and a, and a meal on earth. I am not going to lie. I'm not saying it's not difficult. I've been having, okay, put it in my schedule more, but I don't give, and I've been making some good shit. I like my food. So I, I, I appreciate it, but it's not enough. It's just not enough. It's not enough for you motherfuckers to say. I've been cooking this shit. I've been cleaning my bathroom. <laughs> I've you know, washed my clothes. Hey, baby, I fuck that. I put yeah, grab that. Put put them all in the fucking thing. I be I, when I'm at my when I decide to go do it at my dad's house. Sometimes we kick it. I fold all his shit, put it right back. It's not. It's just not enough. I don't know. But that's, it ain't, that's because it ain't. people. We have a lot of selfishness in our society. Period. I won't even say in the dating space, just in our society, period. Everybody is in survival mode so much that they are becoming fucking narcissists. 
They want everything to be geared towards them and their survival and everything to match what they feel like they want out of life so they don't have to get it for themselves because that's too damn difficult. So much so to the point to where we think that basic adult survival skills are something that make you marketable to someone else to want to partner with you. I can cook. I can, I, I, we all should be able to cook and to clean. Going back to the stereotype of how our households broke down. Single parent household, more than likely at least two or more children. That's the average, right? Yep. Okay. Mom has to work lots of jobs. So we are emotionally stunted and neglected in some capacity. Not because she doesn't love us, but because she has to do a lot to provide for us. So she's not here, which means what? We have to figure out how to survive on our own. And if we have to survive on our own, that means we have to know how to cook and clean and take care of the household. Why? Because mom is too tired to be able to do that. And you think that that's going to fly in a household with your partner. Functioning in survival mode and thinking that doing a necessity is something that's good enough for you to be a good partner. That's not That's not going to cut it. And I'm not to say that, that we can shit on that because there's actually a lot of y'all that can't do that and that's part of the the tricky shit i've i've come across people that's in our age range and i'm teaching you how to cook because you've never learned how to really cook so you thinking that that's going to be something i can cook you can't i cook better than you i'm teaching you how to cook so clearly you can't even meet the basic requirements you're lucky that i'm even here that's a whole other conversation there right now, a nice person that you vibe with is doing other cool shit that you fuck with. I'm a hundred percent bagging her, and that bitch can't boil water over the chick who can get me a twelve course meal and is a dickhead. I'm not holding you up. <laughs> you tell me you can cook like fucking. Um, um, you better be be Wolfgang Punk. I don't give a shit. Of if you're David Ramsey level of chevry, but not just because you cook, but that better be your talent. That better be what you yeah. do or one of the many hobbies that you do. For me, because I like fucking cooking. I'm not going to hold you. If you are Gordon fucking Ramsay, baby, and, like, we're not figuring out how to... I know that you can like your hobbies and not have to capitalize on them, but I just don't care. You can't be Gordon Ramsay. That shit costs to make them great-ass meals. Oh, if you, if you want to be Gordon Ramsay and then we're doing nothing else, no. I don't need it. I, we could just... I just... Me and my working fucking woman will just go to Gordon Ramsay's spot. Oh, yeah. And I'll be set for fucking no, life. That, that can't be all you do. That makes me think of... Yeah. Uh, I don't really know her, but the old ch- the old girl that be on social media and on OnlyFans where, like, she shows every meal that she makes her man and then she claps her ass cheeks for him after day. Oh, yeah. she serves him. <laughs> yeah, It's like, that's that's <laughs> nice. You got cheeks and you clap the cheeks after you feed but that But they man. making money. Them niggas is fucking and selling that shit online, so yeah. She, she's figuring out some sort of way to, to also contribute aside from just cooking and serving up ass. Cool, but it's still that's that's bare bottom. And they eating mashed potatoes at the at her booty hole, and niggas is paying twenty dollars a plate. Hey, hey, if you find a way to flip it, at least Mm -hmm. I will say, in some regard, that's us figuring out how to work within a partnership to better this household together. And we're putting that money in the pot for the both of us, and we are benefiting one another and working through all of this adversity together. I can I can one hundred percent say you know it may not look how I want it to, but I can respect it for sure. This is just something, and I'm just I just don't I don't know that I'll I don't think I don't even know know if I want if I will I don't want to get over this because I feel like we do this right, 
you do the kids thing, right? I, as a nigga who played sports, my sister played sports. These things are expensive. I would be so fucking pissed just in that scenario where, damn, it would be great for us to go to this tournament. This tournament might be the thing that gets you whatever. And I'm pinching fucking pennies to get this motherfucker to the Vegas volleyball tournament that cost $6,000 altogether. And I got to look at fucking you sitting there and pack lunches. Bitch, if you would have gone to work, this is over with. What the fuck? Like, I can't. I I can't even. Yeah, I can't even fuck that. That, that shit would. That shit would fucking blow me, bro. Right. Like that would kill and, uh, me. The flip side to that is, I won't say the flip side or or an aspect of that is that's that be on us. And, oh, for sure, and myself included, because as my mentor says, you, you know, you can't be dating down. Oh no, I'm working on it. I'm boy. I'm. I ain't there, but I'm right. uh, yeah. just people in general. I ain't saying it just specifically for men or specifically just for us, but people have to understand where they are and you have to date within your range. Now, granted, the people that you come across, there's going to be some shit y'all have in common, regardless of the financial aspect. It's a rich person and somebody that works in a Mexican food restaurant that emotionally they're on the same wavelength, mm-hmm. good or bad, however you look at it. Um, but not, not dating down in the regards of, these are my morals. These are the things that I need. These are my boundaries. These are my everything. And I don't enforce them in my dating space. And I let people slide and get by on just the bare minimum when they shouldn't. Like, not to be disrespectful, but you shouldn't even be in my dating pool. Like, you're not in my league, but I'm allowing you to be here and start on the team because I see some things in you. I like. Oh, hi, don't don't you ever let them know that it's niggas dating potential as well, boy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's common sense. The same reasons why you like somebody and think that they are also wonderful, you're not the only person that sees that, and you're also not going to be the only person that's willing to appease to that, nurture that, amplify that, show gratitude for that. Like, you're not the only person. And you have to move within your relationships and your partnerships as if you're not the only person. Not because you got to compete with other people, especially not in my dynamics, because we're not here to compete with each other. We all working together, no matter how many people are involved in this space. But because you want to show actual appreciation. Like I, I am working my best to be my best self so that I can give more to you, which to me is the most important part of any relationship. If I am coming into this bitch asking what I can get from you, I'm not partner material. If I can enter into this bitch thinking about what I can provide to this space and the other person is thinking the same about what they can provide to this space to me, then we might actually work out as partners because we know how to be selfless and work as a team. But if I'm coming in saying you need to be making this much or you need to give me this title or I need to be getting this, you're not a you're not partner material. That shit sounds like a rest haven. You're looking for, for somebody to save your ass for relationship burnout. And as somebody who has experienced relationship burnout and work burnout, I much rather figure out that you move dope through Connecticut. I, <laughs> I could I could I could uh, I could work through that than a situation that's going to like, oh, this is about to burn me out. Like, nah, burnout is burnout is terrible. I, burnout is, is awful. But I say even for you us, I don't even like, I didn't like burnout fucks up too much shit. Because if you like, 
don't be want to fuck on burnout. I just don't touch me, bro. Don't yeah, no, you don't. It, it, it get rid of. It gets rid of everything. But I think, especially for us, not specifically just you and I, but us in this field, mm-hmm. we are more susceptible to it because we can go through compassion fatigue. Like we are in an industry where we are servicing other people on a regular basis. So to have work burnout and a lot of shit is overwhelming. Not getting paid what I'm actually worth because I'm choosing to service the community, and we all know how that's a lucrative business to work in. Being compassionate for other people, trying to be compassionate for my partners and family and myself in some capacity, and then come home to a partner that's not helping me replenish that. That's not that's not in my best interest. Yeah, this so, motherfucking is like, oh, you got a spoon in the bowl too. You're not pouring nothing in here. I got leave all of that fucking not pour into me. Bitch ain't poured a shit in her poured in life. Nothing. Ain't never been a poor even, ever. Even if you're willing, because there's some people that are like, well, what can I do? Nah, fuck that. In I'm this relationship, that. <laughs> which is be it's experience poor baby. No, fucking with I get me. that, but I'm saying like, there's people that are willing and they'll ask the questions of what they can do to contribute to the relationship. But sometimes people ask that because they know that they contribute nothing to it. They know that they're in a space that they are unqualified to function within. So they're trying to get some sort of validation or get some answers as to how they can stay there. And the main answer is get your shit together. Yeah. See, sometimes that bugs me because it's like. You know, you end up, it's a, it's a line between appreciating this effort and I, that's why I, that's why I like, I'm, I'm a little less shitty on like the things women like say, and then having to hear the scenario because the, the verbiage makes sense. It's like, look, I pre like effort is cool, but I don't give a fuck how much effort you got out here. I need you to shoot that shot. My nigga, like you can't put the fucking ball in the hoop. Right. Ever, I appreciate you coming out here. I appreciate you showing up to practice, but you be stinking up the joint. Right, and it's you know, and it's that sometimes becomes like you know, it's a it's a line between oh, I appreciate you trying to be better, and then just acknowledging that look, you tried your best, but this ain't hitting. That that makes me think of something that's been on my mind the last couple of weeks. Now, logistically, I'm gonna say press pause so I can piss, and then I'm gonna say yeah, y'all not gonna see that. And y'all not gonna see me telling y'all that y'all not gonna see that. And pause. And oh man, let's go. So one one thing that that has been on my mind the last few weeks, but definitely came to mind last week. Like when we talk about relationships and love and care and all that, because in my opinion, in my opinion, we we harp on fucking loyalty because we hear that shit in music all the time. Mm-hmm. And I kind of mentioned that in my group as well. Like, we, we talk about in black or hip-hop culture, especially whatever culture, like, oh, I need somebody that's going to be loyal to me, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, a loyal dog can chew up your shoes, tear up your yard, and shit on your floor. So the loyalty doesn't mean anything. A loyal cat can come and scratch up your furniture, tear up your blinds and all this other stuff, and do something out of spite just because it's upset with you. And I know these are animal examples, mm. but human beings are capable of the same, if not worse. So the loyalty part doesn't matter. I need you to respect me. So, mm. yes, you can be willing to do this and you can be willing to do that. But that doesn't mean you're willing to do it for my needs. You may be willing to do this because you feel like you're losing leverage in the relationship or for your own personal ego 
or whatever the case is. It may have absolutely nothing to do with me and my needs that you mm. are willing to try and do something for me or be loyal to me. But if you respect me, your appreciation of me is going to make you really do things differently. So like you're talking about the, the team analogy, right? Mm-hmm. You're on a team and you're stinking it up and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. I don't care if you're the most garbage player on the team. If you really respect the team and you respect the coach, you will figure out how to do whatever you can. And you may even have the mindset of, I know I'm not the best, so I don't deserve to be out here because I'm going to hurt everybody. Mm-hmm. And I love everybody. and I support everybody. And I respect this team and I respect what we're trying to do. So I'm going to play my position and do this and this because those are my skills. But I'm also not even going to ask coach if I can do this because I'm not ready yet. But I will ask coach or I will ask my teammates how I can be better so that I can actually nurture contributing to this space. When you when you respect something, truly respect it, you move differently. Mm-hmm. Because you care about it. I, the loyalty shit doesn't matter. Your willingness to do things is important. But do you actually respect the relationship is a really important question to ask yourself. If you don't really appreciate the relationship to the point to where you are willing to do whatever to become better, to take care of it and contribute to it, then you don't really love it for real. It's a bar. I, uh, yeah, I don't have, I don't have much of a difference in that. I, I, I agree with the loyalty thing. And yeah, I like that analogy. Cause like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just, I respond to that shit. Sometimes I'd be seeing, uh, after I get done, like, you know, hating on it because it's funny. I, I respect. Yeah, it's just some of them stupid things make sense if I'm applying them. I'm like, shit, apply this shit across the board, my nigga. Because, like, you know, be, you know, look at, I don't know, I'm real big both sides of the coin shit. And it's like, all right, you know, there's a part of it where it's like, you know, you being the the man and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but some of that shit set myself, set my shit out for no fucking reason. Mm. Like, I'm just setting my ass out of here, just, <laughs> just dick flapping in the wind. <laughs> and I don't have to do that. And it's not on no, like, you know, arrogant shit. It's just, all right, man, if you were, like you said, if you could write down, I remember I did that one time. Oh, that was, that was one of the beginning of the ends. I was very fucking honest. I was like, well, I do this. And I was like, and having a conversation with myself about like, um. Okay, man. Which part of this are you? Are you like cutting or a break? And which part of this are you being honest? And I was like, okay, well, let's be just brutally honest. Does this legitimately help you? And any nope. <laughs> is this actually good, or is this becoming? Uh, this is actually like really fucking my shit up. This is this is uh, impairing this. This is hurting this. I'm doing my work doing this. And I was like, oh, this is a fucking. Uh, this is um. What's that shit? This is a fucking smear campaign, nigga. This motherfucker never get voted back in the office. God damn, what the fuck are we doing out here? Are you dating so-and-so? Yeah. Or did you know that so-and-so supported this? And that's more so about like, okay, well, now we need to explore. You know, you put that back on self. Like, okay, nigga, now we need to explore. Why the fuck did you get here in the first place? What made this cool? Why did you think this is whatever? Are you, do you believe this? Or do you believe this is what you're supposed to do? Like, yeah, it's a whole bunch of... That's why I feel like I be just talking about this shit hella dumb because, like, it's important. It's like, yeah, okay, but why? Because y'all don't be asking, y'all don't be asking or saying none of the right questions. Y'all just be saying this frou-frou shit, and it chaps my fucking ass. And then y'all be taking it. Like, what was that shit you said the other day? Uh, The Clint Coley dude? 
Protect him. Him and the R&B conversation, and then him talking about the dating space, because as soon as y'all motherfuckers get in here, start talking about healing language, and I'm so happy now, because I've seen about three or four. They're not famous. They just kind of popped up on my of therapists going, we hate y'all. <laughs> like, they saying it nice, but the, but, the, but the overarching theme is y'all have to shut the fuck up. Y'all are taking our fucking terms and just using them poorly or Completely like really wrong. Yeah, like it's it's the general uh, the general definition and then applying it in every which way you can which is extreme manipulation and that shit's gross. Every man, every man mansplains, gaslights and is a narcissist. Oh man, yo. And if you really look at the definition of what those things are supposed to be and really look at how that shit plays out in relationships you might realize it's you that is all that so that means you're projecting your distortion onto him because part of you knows subconsciously that you're the one with these real issues it is you oh lord <laughs> standing in the need of prayer because <laughs> what the total fuck baby like yeah yo. It's, it's it's nasty work but yes i i'm glad that a lot of us within this space are starting to be like yo shut up you don't know this for real, and you guys are using it wrong, and you are messing up, and it is definitely not helping the the ecosystem. You are polluting the airwaves, figuratively and literally. Them cognitive distortions is distorting like a motherfucker. Them like. shits are, they have a stigmatism. They you cannot. Not, <laughs> you are not suffering with, I don't fucking know, like. Even something simple like you are not suffering with depression. You're depressed right now. You've had a bad. Like we could we could really rock this out, bro. Like this was bad. This was bad. This was bad. You feel away. You've had a, a lot of bad things. That person over there suffers with depression. Y'all are not the same. No, y'all are not the same. You have you have a low mood. Yeah, like, you have a low mood at best, and you have a pessimistic mindset. Towards a lot of different shit that you refuse to accept or challenge because you are afraid. And that's what makes it spiral and get worse. It's not that you are actually depressed and chemically you just can't fathom the shit and your emotions are just in a low space to where you just spiral. No, that's not you. You refuse to make the right decisions to make your situation better. And you have a victim mentality, which is causing you to be stuck there and even spiral more. I saying not shit like... like Depressed, uh, I was tired, so I just laid in bed all day. It's my safe space. Wonder why you staying depressed. Wonder why, like you just. You know why you was tired? Shot in the dark. Cause you ain't ate no fucking meat. You ain't ate no meat. <laughs> you out here trying to fucking, be you, you guys fucking vegan or plant based. That's fucking stupid diets. Your, your nutrition, not biodegrading bagel, eggs. Eat your fucking eggs. <laughs> Eight eggs and, and tomato sauce and 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 almonds. Some Greek yogurt and some Greek yogurt, and that's it. That's nutrition, right? <laughs> get, get some fucking protein in your system, and I don't mean plant-based protein. Get some animal protein in your system a couple times. Drink some fucking water. Go exercise. Change your environment, and stop enabling yourself to stay in the same fucking place. Then maybe, maybe you'll start to function a little bit differently to where you can make decisions differently than you have in the past. But a lot of y'all are are. Jokingly, but not jokingly, I say all that to say a lot of y'all have these depressive symptoms or pessimistic mindset towards things because your nutrition's not up to par. If you just simply change some of your habits, like eating habits, your emotions would probably start to get better. 
Just a thought. Just a thought. Like sometimes it, it is you. And I don't even mean you like you're just you're the problem because you suck. Sometimes it's like what you're doing is not beneficial to you. And you just need to make some minor adjustments to your habits or your behaviors or your routines. And this shit will completely change. But until you do that, you're going to continue experiencing the same shit. If you love hood niggas and you keep dating hood niggas, mm-hmm. you're going to have to deal with hood nigga shit. If you don't want to deal with hood nigga shit, stop dating hood niggas. But you know what happens if you want to stop dating hood niggas? You got to stop being a hood rat. This works both ways. These bitches ain't shit. Well, where'd you get? Where'd you pick her? You got her in the same environments that you frequent, huh? Crazy. She, she's she's the problem, but you frequent these environments on a regular basis. I don't know how I started fucking with this person. Cause you know how, yeah, nigga. Cause y'all function the same spaces. Y'all got the same mindset. Y'all got the same types of habits and behaviors. That's funny. Like I know we got to get to the questions, but that makes me think. It's of not like, a lot, so you can go off there. That makes me think of like me in the dating space. Mm-hmm. Like people will come across one. People see me from afar, and they're like. Ugh. And then they talk to me, and I'm saying stuff that may or may not relate to them. And then it's even more. And then they get around me and spend more time with me. And they're like, you don't do this and you don't do that? No, I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do this. I don't do that. Well, why? Don't you admire the fact that like I'm in pretty good shape and getting in better shape on a regular basis? Yeah. Like you look really good. I look really good, huh? How do you think I look really good? Because I choose not to do this stuff. You admire the thing that I do, but you don't admire the behaviors and habits it takes to get there or the things that I have, and you don't admire the behaviors it takes to get the things that I have. And then I say, hey, I'm not special. You can have it too. All you have to do is change your behaviors. Ah, oh, no. You see, you, I don't know. I can't speak because I haven't been outside in a while, but like, I used to, I got, I really, it was a time I got good at just crashing the plane early. Like, if I felt it was getting too much, uh, that's where I would just be like, let me go ahead and sprinkle some actual real me out here right now. Big, right there. Just, you know, is that, is that okay? Because that's the truth, truth. Not like this datey, we're attracted, that's the actual truth. Maybe, uh, you know, it's good. You gotta, you gotta. You just gotta get get real creative sometimes, like you know. I'll say that that's my a slight version of me doing that is me learning to embrace the poly non monogamy space and just being super open about it. And this this is it. God damn it! Just to let you know, uh, this is this is where I'm at. Granted, there's a lot of context to it, but can you fuck with this? Because this this is what I does. And if you don't do this, then just that's, know, like, there's a ceiling for you. That's good. I think sometimes some fuckers be arrogant enough and be thinking, like, you know, ooh, that's sexy, or maybe I could change him. I like to sometimes, I used to like to sometimes just hit somebody really deep in, like, they, like, you know, who you are as a person, boss. I'd be like, you know what? Like, you know, you got to start to, like, you know, man, like, Eve get a bad rap. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, because say that. And it's like, because really, why would he do that? What? Yeah, why would he do that? You just got here. You just got created. You came out of nigga rib, and a motherfucker gonna hit you with some rules. You don't even know what rules. This is the first set of rules ever. What are you on, bro? You know who gets a worse rep? Yeah, you got to drop some day. I used to, I, I used to love doing shit. Like I, I remember one time I heard the joke that said like Patrice O'Neill, you got to say like say the devil had a point. 
Boy, I said that shit a couple times. I just enjoyed the reaction. What the fuck kind of shit? What the fuck is you saying? That nigga had a point. If you was up there, you're the number one, the most beautiful of beautifuls, most powerful of powerfuls, and you start saying these little fucking monkeys just getting all the attention. Fuck them little niggas. What the fuck? Like, you know, I'm just saying, like. I was the favorite. I yeah. was I was the first. You would child. be mad too. Why would you why would you just take that shit? Whole universe been up here popping for who knows how long. And he just make these little these little experiments and we gotta come cater to I'm infinitely I'm a cosmic being. This nigga pooping on the floor. That means Fuck you him. would have to address that these spiritual celestial beings had human emotion. All of that. Yeah. Which means said sky daddy most likely had said human emotions too. Oh no! If you you, you start dropping that like omniscient beginning and end piece, everybody get mad because it's like you know who's at all, and it's like well, now you know this says this in the Bible, and that sounds a lot like a human emotion. Even though we say that he don't have these human emotions, he is perfect and all this and all that. You know that sounds like an imperfect human emotion to me. And, and, that and you get him this motherfucker being rewritten And then now, now everybody fucking mad It's gonna piss everybody off So yeah I used to uh, yeah, I used to be my little crash the plane thing Cause it's only like if it was cool And being all surfacey cool But like you know I usually do some shit like that With somebody say some of that goofy You know I want a little Niggas don't be talking about oh, I like depth I like Spiritualness I like the real Girl shut the fuck up Shut up As soon as I ask you As soon as I ask you A surface level question From the mindset of a therapist That seems super deep to you I don't need you to be my therapist I'm not trying to be your therapist If you want to have a long term relationship This is information I need to know So let's talk about it If you want to get in here And re-quote Your last seven fucking uh, Healed baby posts Then just say that so I could go home. <laughs> Fuck up talking to me. Yeah, I, don't, I ain't gotta do this. I don't have to do this. And if I'm expressing some shit that you can't keep up with, again, going back to dating within your pool, recognize that ah, I'm not up to par with him. So let me expect not to make it to this level in this relationship because I am not capable. I am not capable of being the starting point guard or the captain. I am only I capable know, of coming off the bench. I am seventh right. man, so let me enjoy First playing all, seventh man role. He's a narcissist, and he's not on your level. Oh, of course. You. Right. Because how dare he? It's question time. Time mm-hmm. for y'all to ask us some question shit. Question time. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot today, though. Um, it's because people was out of town. Pretty much. <laughs> this isn't really a question. I guess maybe more of like a topic, but haircuts? What about it? That's it. It just says haircuts. Um, Are you asking us if we want them? If you can give them to us? How do we feel about haircuts? I think haircuts are good. I think some of them might be overpriced. Um, I feel like a woman with a shortcut is a good look. Shout out to old Nia Long. Uh, oh, well, let me see. You know, let me see what the question go back. Haircuts are. Um, oh, yeah, that that was, you know, uh, I think they're necessary. Get a little grooming. Shave your nuts. I mean, you know, shave it all. Haircut it all. You know, I men think. manscaping. Fellas. Yep. Womanscaping. Scape it. Scape. Scape that shit. Don't escape because y'all doing a lot of escaping and yeah. avoiding. Don't do that. But do, you know. 
bodyscaping, landscaping. Do do that. Men men for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I I <sighs> I'm not a big fan of body hair. That's just me. I can't speak for everybody. When I see lots of body hair, it makes me think of white people. <laughs> it's just not super appealing to me. I know there's a point in time where dark skinned people and the chest hair and all of that, I get it. It was a thing back in like the 80s and before. What's his name? Um, fucking Jason's lyric. Oh, yeah. Him and Morris chest hair. <laughs> I, just, I, I just have never liked body hair. So. Me growing up with pops, like, introducing me, not just into sports, but bodybuilding. So I grew mm. up of, like, oh, these people shave their bodies. Then it's necessary for competition. Then playing sports, you get taped up. You definitely Fuck. don't want to have a whole bunch of long-ass hair. If you get taped, that shit is not comfortable. And hair carries body odor. So if you want to smell better, it's probably best that you make sure that you're not. You ain't got to be booty butt baby smooth. Like, you can have some stubble or something along those lines but for men it is it's okay for y'all to shave shave your nuts shave your grundle you know for y'all that can't handle adult conversations without sexualizing it no homo but yeah. bend over <laughs> spread your cheeks and then where the spread he gives man. yeah <laughs> get up in there i'm still listening i'm still a fan you niggas is flip-flopping that nigga was doing some extra shit with his lady i'm not I'm oh, not quitting. We are fucking... I still listen. I listen all the way back to ESG to this day. We are fucking adult. I'm almost 40. Mm-hmm. I... Y'all act like killers don't. now. Y'all act like this nigga's not out there right now. Stone cold killers getting their asses ate. I appreciate... murderers. I appreciate fucking Trick Daddy coming out here on a regular basis. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get ate out. Exactly. Ate out. <laughs> Yeah, I get, I, 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 absolutely. Trick said, "Yeah, I get eight up." Y'all niggas is watching all kinds of uh, fucking OnlyFans content and shit. Y'all see these girls do? Y'all paying for these girls to do this shit, and y'all know they are doing it with somebody. Why are you acting like? Trick looked at them niggas confused. Like, fuck is wrong like, with y'all? Why I you? Get eight. Said, yeah, you don't. Nigga, what the fuck? The fuck wrong with you? Yeah, I get eight up. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what? The ran- random moment. Random thought, but shout out to my pops. Because my pops has always been unfiltered since inception for me, which may drive my mom batshit crazy sometimes. But my, my, I remember my pops talking to me about getting your ass eight, and I was in probably middle school. <laughs> so back then I didn't get it, and it's not something that he was talking about he does, but, you know, he was just open. Like, as you get older, you're going to explore different shit, and somebody may sneak something on you, or you may just be open to it and you ain't thinking about it, but a lot of things are going to happen and just be mindful of it and do it responsibly, right? That's the whole premise of the conversation for the most part. And... <laughs> Ain't too much I ain't tried. Some shit I ain't gonna try. We, don't, we, don't, <laughs> we ain't doing no no scat. Ain't, ain't no shit gonna be around here. Yeah, yeah, them. We ain't gonna do no blood. And and we ain't getting pegged over here. Poop is, I mean, yeah, your poop is whew. everything else. I try to be respectful, man, but that poop shit is Yeah, no. Nah. No, nah, I don't I don't I don't I don't I can't say too I was gonna say bodily fluids. I can't say too much about pee. I ain't yeah. gonna say too much about pee because I definitely don't mind squirt, and you know the the line between the two is real different. So, whatever. But the the, the fecal matter, 
prepared. Yeah, no, nah, not not on purpose. I can understand if like you know you, you have a little like you, you do, prepped you doing and some it, anal. You doing yeah, little, you little. prepped and you did some things, but it's still some residual in there. See, but I that's, get it. Yeah, see, that's different. Residual. You just that just you know you gotta yeah. bite the bullet for what y'all was doing that day. It comes par for the Shit. course. Shit, yo, we but wrap on it the purpose. Fuck up, yeah, no, nah. yeah, get it, get it up out of here. Yeah, no, I'm not, yes. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not an Instagram OnlyFans model that's in Dubai getting shit on by some. <sighs> Punjabi Prince I'm not doing that oh, shit man. Just so I can say I went to Dubai for free and I ain't, I don't have to have it And that's hairy poop That's like That's oh. and Which brings me oh. back To the original point Of sh- Shave your ass Yes Spread your cheeks And get in there Not just for respecting Your body But respect Out of doing some Dastardly nasty Deplorable shit If you go If you really freaky And want to get nasty Shave and maintenance your body. It is necessary, right? Keep keep your health and your guts cleared. Make sure you're cleaning out and you have a healthy diet and you fucking maintenance in your body. Balls, grundle, ass crack, whole, everything. Like shave, shave it up real nice how you want it to. Moisturize it, clean it, scrub it, the whole nine yards. Do all that shit because it's necessary. So, yes, haircuts, Scape, groom yourself. It's necessary to your sex life and your mental health. I guess this is just the vibe for the day. Um, it's another one about haircuts. Nah, it's oh. just we've fallen into. It's the last one though, so you know I got it. I go ahead and wrap this one up real quick. <laughs> Would you rather eat poop steaks or boil and drink urine for survival? I'm a boil to pee. <laughs> Not eating no shit. <laughs> that that comes from I think I sent that to you uh, the the company in Japan that is taking oh yeah yeah um, but yeah man yeah it's the pee you it's know the, the squirt the squirt scenario all of the it's the pee yeah and other than that I'm gonna die you know like this is my moment hey. if it's eat shit or go ahead and see what the next phase transition me bro yeah graduate me I'm out of here oh yeah you better than me to be honest because. If it's in the context of the post, which I'm assuming that that's what they're talking about, mm-hmm. as far as the Japanese company. So for those of you that may not have seen, um, there's a company in Japan that has, I guess they were having a sewage problem or something along the line. So they start trying to figure out what they can do to help solve the problem. I got more fire. Hey, <laughs> I, I don't know. But so much shit that we could be doing with science. What, hey. I, hey, I'm I'm just providing the context. Aliens are never gonna come down here and really fuck with us. No, we no. are we are we are literally like when you go to Canal Street and you start dipping off into the shit you ain't got no business. That's what we are. We are the only, yeah. and and it's the crazy. Aliens. We're the dark alley of the multiverse. Yeah, like when the motherfuckers go like, oh my god, I had a crazy time. That's what the aliens do when they come here. They escape. They barely make it out. This you motherfucker. Know what? It could be funny if what if we are. The Neanderthals, because everybody else has already figured that out, and they're cool well, with fuck. it. We, whatever it is, we at the tenth of the galacto list. We on the bottom of that. Hum- humans on Earth are the black people of the universe. Yeah, we are at the bottom teeth. Yeah, but um, within that context, because I remember I, I sent that to Leilani as well, because she, you know, she she works in science and in labs and stuff like that. If it's an apocalypse and a food shortage and this, that, and the other, blah, 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 and you, you're you not just eating literal shit. 
it is derived from shit. They remove a bunch of different compounds and take the proteins and minerals out of it and mix it with a bunch of other stuff and treat it and just that and the other blah, 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 which creates this thing that looks like steak. And you can grill it and season it and eat it, and it has roughly a similar taste, you know, different consistency. But if it is a dire need, right, like say an apocalypse happens, there's not really a lot of farm life going on. We barely got vegetables, and we need a protein source just to be able to survive and function. And that's the process of which we get our meat. Sign me up. I'll, I'll, I'll eat the fucking shit derived steak i'm not mad at it and you have an unlimited supply because you eat it it provides poop for you and then you donate the poop back and you get an unlimited amount of protein meat substitute I want y'all, to give y'all me like eating these fucking beyond burgers what's the difference i want y'all to give me the, uh whatever we got at that time if we're not up to halo or hell divers or some shit like that or any type of warhammer stuff whatever we got and just send me on out there. I want to do my last stand. I want to take out as many of these motherfuckers as possible and wrap this shit up. I'm, I'm not going finna, out valiantly. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going out on my shield because yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm tired. We, I'm not finna eat. Well, when, once we get to eating boo boo, man, that's, that's, well, they won. They well, won. <laughs> I'm just finna take these. I'm going out what in if a you blaze are of glory. The, 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 uh, uh, what is the name of that goddamn movie? The the one with him and the zombies. He the last person that got the cure and all that. Oh, Will Smith. Yeah. Oh shit, that shit movie would have been ten minutes fucking with me. <laughs> He's like, I I have the cure and the ability to save all these people's lives. I got these shit sticks. Nah, I'm the way Will die. Smith was down there working, as soon as motherfuckers fall off, and it was like, I think about, I think me personally, man, it you might have gave me a a couple years to just ah oh, fuck the everybody gone, but after that I'm like, it ain't even no, it's no. Here. Oh yeah, they, but they that were. was part of his motivation. I'm I'm a save people, and I'm a get back Boy, to where I need a, to be, and I can get yeah. me some pussy. Nah, he crazy because I I think my whole I, my whole thing would have been different. I'd have been figuring out a way to become the master. One of them, I'd have kidnapped one of them niggas, synthesized some shit. I'd have walked outside, roared, and be like, "Yeah, I'm the captain now." <laughs> yeah, I'm get. I want all the bald, sexy, that thick bald bitch in the back. Yeah, we bald together. Get band together, we take we own the night. Y'all gonna stop roaring and shit. We gonna get some fucking we gonna get some act right around here. Put a <laughs> shirt on because we gonna get society back together. Right. You guys we're can vamp- build some shit. Yeah, we're vampire people. That the fuck is wrong with y'all? Fucking vampire zombies. Yeah. Once you- I thought they was just once I saw the end of that film and that nigga in there roaring and he got what the fuck is y'all outside just in the scraps? Why don't y'all got a society and shit? It's it's goddamn trees growing out of motherfucking civics. We could have figured this world out. Fuck is wrong with y'all? But you got to stay alive for that, which means you got to say fuck it and go ahead and eat eat the boo-boo steaks. Or are you going to transition and be eating other people? I'm going to chew some motherfuckers up. Give yeah, me, and then that, when, that, when the leg. food supply is gone, because what were they yeah. eating? What were them zombies eating? Yeah, I'm, mm. ain't no more people to eat. Will Smith, the only nigga in New York, and you Will's, ain't caught him yet. So Will's what shining, y'all eating? Will shine a lot of them vampires. They doing that motherfucking Ethiopian dance and the shit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, man, fuck that. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm gonna stay alive and continue to figure it like, out. And I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat this Will fucking Smith, Will uh, Smith's is survivable. Philly cheesesteak sandwich. The Walking Dead is survivable. Them World War Z niggas running four threes. Oh yeah, no. Wrap they can't sh- climb wrap up big ass buildings. Up, niggas was just tripping and falling, cartwheeling, and never stopped. Man, only to get to the end of the movie, you figure out if you get a cough, they're like, ugh, 
Motherfuckers <laughs> get motherfuckers have the nerve to have like expensive palate. He's thick. You a blood sucking motherfucker? Just ugh. you got snee snee. I mean, that's the part of that's the human part of you transitioning over. We do the same shit. <laughs> Weed. Everybody was fucking smashing KFC until they saw what them chickens look like on the farm, and then now all of a sudden they, uh, I'm going to go organic. Them same people that's I'm going to eat only organic almonds and everything because organic. Go real organic. This I know y'all be mad at, bro. Go get go Joe Rogan. Get you get you a fucking a compound bow and just grow your own shit. Lego lot. Feed your shit. Y'all, y'all didn't know who the fuck Killer Mike was when he was. He's been telling you niggas oh, you know, for the longest. I'm, I mean, we missed that. But I <laughs> I don't got much on that. Nigga, fuck y'all. Like, Killer Mike deserved that shit. I've been doing this shit. I've been on Killer Mike since since before this fucking album dropped. Fuck you. I, that's one thing, right? You fuck them kids. <laughs> fuck understanding. that. Fuck you. That nigga. Fuck y'all. Fuck them kids. Who's killing my boy? Fuck you! I don't know, man. Who was supposed to win that category? None of them other. I, I listen to them shit. None of them other albums is better. Man, fuck y'all. It's cool. Like you like what you like. Shut the fuck up. Matter of fact, yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> shit, I probably already played this shit too. But yeah, niggas. What's some? I'm just. What's a random one? Not even the fucking heavy hitting shit. Um, I mean. Play anything off the album that won all the awards. Pretty much. Thank y'all for listening. If you didn't think this shit should have won, you're a fucking dummy. I'm not. I'm not going back and forth with you. You're wrong. If you think that we are not supposed to win some shit, also wrong because we deserve to win something around this month. The main thing that we deserve to win is you continuing to come back every week and watch an episode, share it with somebody, like every post that you come by, like this fucking video when you see it, and go back and like some other ones, and subscribe if you're watching it on YouTube. That way you can get the alerts and continue to support us. That's what we deserve to win right now. Super consistent Giving y'all I would like to believe Quality conversation I think we're not just up here Saying a bunch of silly shit Yeah We actually You know We sprinkle some decent stuff in there Little bits and pieces But I think we deserve to win that And you know who can give us that award Yeah So you know what you should do Give us our flowers And go give us our flowers In abundance Not the roses that y'all was giving And receiving for Valentine's As we already established That's the superficial performative shit We don't want the performative flowers We want the real love flowers I like sunflowers And sunflower seeds They're beautiful We got plants around this bitch It can be a plant Whatever you want to call it As far as horticulture is concerned Go ahead and do that And follow them instructions And we'll see y'all next week Enjoy It's uh, White Oppressors Day tomorrow so most of y'all may not have to go to work So you can celebrate one of your, your white slave ancestors That probably contributed to you having the last name that you have And you know, do something, something special about it So celebrate your masters tomorrow Unless, you know, listen to Killer Mike Who says kill your masters That's a whole other conversation But whatever it is We thank y'all for coming back If it's your first time We thank you for being here Hopefully we see you again Reach out to us, talk to us Send us more questions People that normally send us questions was out of the country and whatnot. Safe travels to y'all. And we'll see y'all later. Enjoy. Peace and love. Didn't deserve it? Fuck you. Listen to. Why? <laughs>